Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to hear the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary. Ghosts to Bigfoot, angels to Jesus encounters, visions... Anything and everything out of the ordinary, I want you to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com and tell me about it. Tell me what's on your mind. Give as much detail as you would like because I'm telling you, it really helps to paint a picture. And boy, oh boy, is it helpful because today, you guys are in for quite a treat. Today, I have... Probably the largest email I have received since I started this show, anyways. Uh, But I've had some doozies in the past. Who would like to have me read his story here on the air? And I'm talking about probably like six pages, something like that. And uh, and I appreciate it. So we're going to have like a full episode, really diving deep into this email that was sent my way. And I have not read it. I'd love to be as surprised as everybody is when I dive into these things because it's spontaneous and it's open and it just kind of feels right to, uh, you know, have honest uh, reactions to the things. And uh, we're up for a challenge today. I can't wait. I can't wait. But first, I have to tell you guys, I have joined the app called Clubhouse. Find me on there at Heidi Hollis and also join my Clubhouse group, which is called Shadow People and Hatman Encounters. This is the opportunity to talk to me directly about whatever it is you're experiencing out there. I get so many people who say, hey, Heidi, give me a phone call, or they try calling me on social media, and I wish I could just hop right on there to do that all the time, but it's difficult. I'm one person. I would love it, though, but guess what? This platform allows for that, so if you want to talk to me, if you want to chat, I mean talking. We can do it right there, so find me, find my club, and uh, let's do that. All right, and again, don't forget check out me on social media. I mean, everything, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, usually at one Heidi Hollis. uh, But on the clubhouse, it is just at Heidi Hollis. All right. So we are going to dive on into this fabulous email. I am super duper excited. All right. It starts off. Hi, Heidi. First of all, thank you for being the beacon of light. For those of us who have experienced the supernatural, otherworldly and unexplainable phenomena and for paving the way. Oh, it's really nice of you. Uh, Thank you for kicking down the doors of the naysayers and non-believers, creating a platform for us to come together and share experiences and to be taken seriously. 
I was thrilled to find your podcast and enjoy listening to the many stories of your guests and community followers' experiences, as well as your own inspirational life story. Wow, thank you so much. That's really kind of you. I'm humbled, honestly. I really feel humbled uh, to have the opportunity to do this. And, uh, you know, I would absolutely do this all day long. I just uh, really do enjoy it. All right. And uh, to continue, it says, uh, my life has been greatly influenced and filled with many supernatural, unexplainable phenomena and experiences as well. From prophetic dreams, shadow people, guardian angels, demons, Bigfoot to UFOs. Oh, you sound like me. (laughs) I would like to share three of these stories and get your thoughts and feedback as these three experiences I feel are linked and perhaps tell an even bigger story. Hmm. Okay. My earliest recollection of supernatural phenomena began when I was four years old with many unexplainable occurrences to follow throughout my life spanning 45 years. I have always had a deep feeling of being connected to another place and existences, a reality or world not tangible or able to be seen or experienced by others. A place seemingly just on the opposite side of a wall or in the same room, but through an invisible veil. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. A veil, if pulled back, would reveal this world and its inhabitants, yet unable to find where this veil begins. A knowing deep down at my core that what I felt was true, more true than my experiences in reality, or just as true as though I have existed my entire life with one foot in this world and the other on the other side of the veil. I think to decipher this whole story, I'm going to break in sometimes and just share. Uh, I used to personally go to bed uh, (laughs) during the daytime because I would be interrupted by uh, college roommates and whatnot because I would go to sleep and, and wake up into this other world that I had a hard time Leaving, It was like two parallel lives, and uh, it still is something I deal with today. So I, I feel you. It's like, you know, where am I? I, I don't know where I'm at sometimes. It's kind of wild. So I, I, I totally feel you. Okay. And uh, he continues, My earliest recollection of encountering or connecting with this other world occurred when I was four years old in the middle of the night while I was asleep in bed. At that age... Every night before my parents would go to bed, either my mom or dad will come into my room to check on me while I slept, perhaps checking to see that I was still breathing, sometimes kissing me on the forehead. I would always keep my eyes closed and pretend I was asleep for some reason. There was a presence that radiated from them while entering and being in my room at night, a noticeable difference in sound and the quietness of the dark room as energy shifted around the space they occupied. Their presence emitted this energy or feeling of warmth and love that would come over me like a tightly tucked blanket wrapped securely around me. As a child, I became very familiar with this energy, the presence of my parents checking on me in the middle of the night, as this was routine, and every time I pretended to be asleep, never opening my eyes. This one particular night, I awoke suddenly. Startled, instantly sitting up in my bed, looking around my dark room. Something was different and wrong. I remember feeling a, quote, presence, an unfamiliar energy around me. It was not that recognizable presence of my parents' warmth and love I knew. It felt as though the tightly tucked blanket had been pulled off of me along with the security it provided. My waking eyes trying to adjust with only a little light coming from under the window from some outside source. Objects in the room could faintly be recognized in the dark. Sitting there in my bed, I scanned my dark room, searching for this presence with my eyes, finally resting, horrified, fixated on some foreign object lying next to me in the bed. Oh, gosh. It was a snake. This snake was only a few inches from my body, stretched out about the length of my leg, and it laid there motionless. It was a very dark black snake with a symbol on its back, a very bright red bee. At the time, 
I had not learned the alphabet, so I wasn't familiar with what the symbol was called that was on the snake's back, as I tried to describe to my parents later, but this for me was some, quote, clue that would have profound significant meaning later in my life. I screamed like I had never screamed before. Only no sound came from my mouth. Oh, gosh. I was afraid to move or jump out of the bed, fearing the snake might attack and bite me. For what felt like hours, I sat there in bed, eyes never leaving the snake, being as still as possible, screaming at the top of my lungs silently. Suddenly, the light came on in my room. I took my gaze off of the snake to the doorway where my dad stood. He had a look on his face I had never seen before, bewildered, confused. I noticed in that instant that I could now hear myself screaming. My dad trying to calm me down, asking what I was screaming about. I frantically told him there was a snake in my bed. As I looked back down at my bed where the snake had been, it was gone. My dad looked under my bed, in my sheets, in the closet, all over the room, and no snake. After searching my room from top to bottom, he told me to go back to sleep with a frustrated tone. He told me there was nothing in the room as he slammed off the light and went back to his own room to go back to sleep. Darkness once again filled my room. I didn't feel the unfamiliar presence or energy in the room anymore, however, I was confused on where the snake had gone and why my dad couldn't see it. More terrifying for me at that moment was the realization that my dad did not believe me and his usual warm, loving energy had not filled the room. Later that year, we moved from that apartment to a new house. Growing up in the new house, the unfamiliar presence that I had experienced years before with the snake in my bed had seemingly followed us to our new home. Being an only child until about the age of 10, it was only my mom, dad, and I living in the house for most of my adolescent years. I grew up in the late 70s, early 80s, as what was called a latchkey kid, meaning I would come home alone after school until my parents would get home from work, usually late in the evening. The unfamiliar presence's energy would fill the house in those days, specifically when I would come home late. I could feel it all around me in the house as though it was watching me from some unseen space, hidden but always present just behind me or around the corner in another room. Mm. If my parents were home, the presence could not be felt. It seemed to stay hidden out of their consciousness as behind the veil of the other world. Strange things would happen in the house when I was home alone. Things I could hear in other rooms. Cabinet door slamming, kitchen sink faucet turning on and off, TV turning on, stereo playing on its own. At first thinking my parents were home, I would run out of my room to greet them, only to find an empty, quiet, dark house. Horrifically realizing I was still home alone, and that the unfamiliar presence must have been what was making all the noises. Terrified of this presence, I got to the point that I would lock myself in my room after getting home from school until my parents would get home, all the while hearing and feeling this presence outside of my closed bedroom door. I think that's a good spot to end. Well, you know what? You guys got to hear the rest of the story. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Annabay. Annabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Annabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. 
It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. As mentioned before the break, we have one gigantic email that I truly appreciate, and it comes from a crakery, just so you guys know. I didn't get to mention the name, (laughs) and uh, I usually mention the name at the end, and I'm reading through this email here for the first time with all of you and uh, I'm excited to see about all of the different elements that I'm commenting as we go along because it's a juicy one and uh, let's continue on many occasions my parents would get home from work and question me on things like why I had left the TV on in the living room or why I left the water running in the kitchen sink or why I was leaving doors wide open throughout the house Ugh, it's so disturbing I would explain to them that it wasn't me, that I had not left my room, hinting to them that it must have been someone else or a ghost. Through time, I came to understand that the idea of ghosts to them was ridiculous. It was the only other person in the house besides them, and there was never any evidence of anyone else ever coming into the house. As far as my parents were concerned, I was the one leaving the water running. I was the one leaving the TV and stereo on. I was the one causing the unexplainable things occurring in the house. My parents never believed me, no matter how many times I would tell them it wasn't me. Because of this, I felt so very isolated and very alone. Mm, I know that feeling. On most days, the presence would carry on throughout the house, making noises, slamming doors and such, as if it lived there. Ooh, that's terrible. Are they paying rent? They shouldn't be there. That's how I feel. Um, I had grown accustomed to the presence over the years, and this energy looming in the house as long as I was in my room, I felt safe. It never entered my room. 
as though my room was my sanctuary, my holy ground, and this presence, for some reason, wouldn't or couldn't enter. I, I totally understand that. I think that sometimes we put that barrier out there, but, you know, the cracks do show up, and uh, sometimes we got to shove our foot a little bit harder in their direction. Until one night, oh, here it is already, <laughs> after several years of it never coming into my room. Oh, no, I got chills. It finally did. At the age of 10, I had an experience that changed my perception of what this unknown presence was. Oof. And I was able to finally identify and give it a name. Due to a fear of the total darkness at night, when I slept, my mom had placed a nightlight in my room just beside my bed. I have a creepy feeling on what this might be. Anybody? Anybody else? I, I do. Ugh. It put out a very dull orange light, but it made me feel a little more secure at night. I had also developed a habit of sleeping with my head under the covers at night. This one night, I again awoke abruptly feeling a presence, a noticeable difference of sound in the quietness of the dark room as energy shifted around a mass occupying space directly behind me. Ugh. I briefly thought it was my mom standing behind me, checking on me while I slept. Usually, my mom would turn on the hall light when she would check on me at night, and like always, I pretended to be asleep under the covers, except this night. I did not see the usual gleam from the hall light coming through the thin sheet covering my head. The room was still very dark, barely squinting my eyes and seeing only the dim orange glow from the nightlight coming through the sheets. I could feel this mass shifting closer to me, slowly from behind. Still, somewhat asleep, groggily, from under the covers, I softly and inquisitively said, Mom? There was no answer. Utter silence in the room other than a faint sound of breathing, ugh, coming from the mass behind me. I did not feel my mom's usual warmth. The energy filling the room was familiar yet void of love. It was empty, hollow, hopeful but unsure, thinking maybe it was my dad instead checking on me, though he rarely did that anymore since the snake incident. I again said, Mom? This time a little louder and more assertive, but again, silence, except for a distinct, heavy breathing getting closer to the back of my covered head. Ugh. Fear immediately set in. Panic gripped my body, feeling as though the blood pumping through my veins instantly drained from my body. I can imagine. I was now fully awake and cognizant of the realization that what stood behind me in the dark was not my mom or my dad. Through my squinted eyes, I saw the dim orange glow from the nightlight fade away, cut off as this mass, a dark shadow, mm, move closer, hovering now just inches over my covered head, I could feel the pressure of its deep, heavy breathing on the sheet covering my face. I lay there terrified, rigid, afraid to move. An incapacitating feeling I hadn't experienced since I was four years old. When my mom would check on me through the night, I would always lay there still, pretending to be asleep. She would always slowly pull the sheets from my covered head careful not to wake me. She would move her face across to my forehead. Her presence and energy would feel light and loving as she would kiss me softly, comforting me as she recovered my head and leave the room. This shadow looming inches over my covered head was motionless. Its breathing, slow, controlled. It was as if it wanted me to believe it was my mom. Ugh. Oh, that's, that is a, a game that they play. Anything dark and evil likes to 
do that. So you let your guard down. You let your guard down. And this continues. The energy this shadow put off felt dark, heavy as though it sensed my fear and enjoyed my terror. I had stopped being scared of this entity that resided elusively in my house years ago, believing it could not enter my room or harm me. Now realizing in that instance, it had all been a ruse. Mm. I gotta say something here too. I have so many people are like, well, it doesn't bother me. You know, it's been going on for years. And, you know, I feel this presence. Sure, I've seen shadow people or hat men, but they don't come here. They don't bother me, you know. And I'm like, it's studying you. It's looking for a way in. Trust me, they're very patient. And uh, yeah, I guess not until people experience it, they don't know what it is that they're in for if they don't get rid of it ahead of time. Okay, to continue, it says, Thoughts of horrific things this dark shadow was going to do to me flooded my mind. In that moment, feeling more terrified of this, quote, dark presence than I ever had, cerebrally knowing exactly who this shadowy, dark, deceiving mass was. I felt vulnerable, exposed, alone, hopeless with this dark shadow, standing over me, seemingly mere seconds from ripping the sheets from my covered, defenseless body. I remember thinking I would throw the blankets off and swing wildly at this dark mass to get away long enough to run to my parents' room. The dark shadow hunched over me, perfectly still, perhaps basking in the aroma of fear pheromones I was releasing as a result of the dread it was causing me. Oh, I have no doubt that it was doing that, to be honest. They love that stuff, and uh, it's disgusting, but they do. It's breathing still heavy on my face as I prayed softly under my breath for God to help me. I counted to three. With every emotion going through my consciousness, led mostly by a berserker fear, I threw the covers from my head. There was nothing. Mm. The room was empty, quiet, and dark, with only a faint orange glow coming from the nightlight. The energy in the room had lifted and once again was normal. The breathing, along with the dark shadow, was gone. Yeah, they like to play those games. Get you to think and question yourself. Like, I just, I know something was here. I know something was here. And then, whoop, nothing. Like, come on now. I know myself and I trust my senses. And then to have something like that happen, it really just, it's perturbing and disturbing. So I totally understand, Gregory. And I always say, trust your gut instincts. All right, to continue... The unexplainable disturbances in the house ceased over the years, though the presence seemed to loom periodically from behind the veil. Time went on. I got older, became an adult experiencing many supernatural things through the years, but nothing that ever compared to the night the devil stood over me, as I came to call it. Until about ten years ago, when I again was visited in the middle of the night by a dark, shadowy figure. Mm. This night, similar to my past experiences of waking to a presence in the room, I awoke suddenly to a feeling of someone or something in the room with me. You know, again, I'm I'm just blown away that uh, somebody like yourself, Gregory are so aware and so trusting of their experiences. And uh, also, you know what's peculiar? As a kid, being such a a soft and light sleeper, that's not common. Kids could sleep through fire alarms because they just have a different sleep pattern. So I would say even with that, there's something to you that is quite different. All right, I'm going to leave it right there because we're going to get to our next break. And uh, there's more to come, guys. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? 
Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> As mentioned, I always love especially to answer the emails or to read the emails and the stories that you guys are experiencing out there because this is how we learn. This is how we grow and know what everybody's perspective is and what it is that happens on in the privacy of people's own home. How else will we gather the research? How else will we know what to look for? And uh, I'm sure as I read this very well written, I must give it to you, Gregory, um, email telling about his life and experiencing stranger things. And uh, so to continue... He starts with sitting up in my bed, scanning the room for this presence from the faint light coming through the window in the dark room. I saw an even darker silhouette of a man. Oh, I got I really got chills wearing a hat and a trench coat on the wall next to the closet door, just a few feet from the edge of my bed. I'm I'm not kidding. Every time I hear this, this revelation of what's behind it, and especially if it's Hatman, I get angry. I get upset. I get the chills. I get all of that. It doesn't change and it doesn't go away. And it continues. This shadow was distinctly darker than the darkness of the room and the silhouette was defined. His head seemed to stretch from the ceiling as though 
Mm, there we go. He was seven to eight feet tall. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um uh, that's pretty common, believe it or not. I tried clearing sleep from my eyes, confused, trying to understand what I was seeing. This being just stood there, motionless, soundless, seemingly gazing at me with the deepest intent, even though there was no distinct facial features. Well, lucky for you, because they're grotesque. It's really, really nothing you ever want to experience. Trust me. I was not afraid. Hmm, okay. I felt nothing other than curiosity. Now, that that's a common, common thing. People do say that. I wasn't afraid for some reason. And some people would even say, well, I felt like he was uh, protecting me, perhaps. <laughs> I've heard it all, honestly, guardian angel. I'm like, wow, I don't want my guardian angel to wear a trench coat and stand in the darkness staring at me without my permission with glowing red eyes. And God forbid, if he smiles, he's got the nastiest teeth you've ever seen on the planet. Sharks have nothing on Hatman's teeth. He's really got issues. Okay, <laughs> to continue. <laughs> the presence didn't feel dark or heavy or display any negative energy. It felt more like a still, soundless nothingness, void, like it was like a shadow, but richly darker in color. Unlike the several shadow figures I had seen in the past out of the corner of my eyes, this shadow did not dart away or make any attempt to flee from my awareness of its presence. Mm-hmm. But rather, it just lingered there, content with looming over me. And, and I'll tell you, I'll stop right here. So shadow people, they do tend to dart out of the way. They don't like to be spotted because then, I don't know, you could defend yourself, right? If you see them coming. Uh, or they may even like charge at you, They one or the other. They do not like to be spotted. They're rather weak. Hat man? Mm-mm. He likes to make sure you get a good look. But he wants that respect and knowing it's him. It's him again. Uh, he wants to be recognized. He wants it to be known. He's out there or in there and uh, sticking his fingers in places that he really shouldn't. And sometimes I, I'm pretty sure he's able to project what he wants on people. Fool them. Make them feel comfortable. Get used to his presence even. And uh, yeah. It's a, it's, he, he plays games. He does. He really does. Okay. So to continue, it was as though it wanted me to know it was watching me. Oh, how funny. <laughs> you say the same thing. It seemed as though it had a secret, something it knew that I didn't and was entertained that I was not privy to this knowledge. Let's see that. What a unique projection. What a unique projection. Like, I got something that you don't. I mean, you ever see those cartoons where they're sitting there with their hands covered over something? It's old-time cartoons. Like, I got something really cool in here, and everybody wants to see it. Uh, I think it's an old Tom and Jerry cartoon. I've seen that. Like, no. No, it's for me. It's for me. <laughs> oh, gosh, the things he plays. Okay. Continuing. After a couple of minutes of sitting up in my bed, just staring at the shadow, Trying to come up with a rational explanation for what I was seeing, I turned to look out the bedroom window, thinking maybe I would see something interfering with the light coming from a streetlight, causing this dark shadow on my wall. When I turned back to face where the shadow had been, it was gone. At the time, I was not aware of the hat man phenomena. Ah, I know, a lot of people still write me and say, I didn't know this was a thing. I had no idea. And a lot of people think, oh, it's a topa. It's getting put out there in the consciousness of people because they saw it somewhere or unconsciously saw it. And, and now it's manifesting. And I'm like, mm, no. I have people writing me saying they saw him once 40 years ago. Um, so, yeah, that doesn't fit. All right. Continuing. I was only aware of shadow figures, which I had seen frequently through my life. It wasn't until recently that I discovered... Others had the same experience with almost the exact same details of witnessing this hat man. 
yeah, yeah. I you know I don't know if it's always comforting to know others' experiences, but um, I think for the most part, it is comforting. For me, I look at it as this big hole of oh no, oh no, this is this is spreading, and uh, dangerously so. And for me, seeing this pattern of this spread. Um, I was told about uh, shadow people and the hat man phenomena as being a warning of time of change times. Let's call it that. People say apocalypse, uh, end of the times. Uh, you know, this planet isn't going anywhere. This is an old planet, okay? But it recycles itself and things are shifting and there are things taking advantage of us unknowing humans. And yeah, there are parallel universes, there are interdimensionals and all of that that are able to peek in, that are able to do things. And some are quite horrific and quite greedy. I mean, think of some of the early uh, colonists and what they did to those who had claimed the land before them. If they had a bigger weapon and had a way to cleanse the land of them, they sure did try, you know? So um, I don't think we're so different from these dark things and negative things or lower level things uh, try to take advantage and... uh, do what they wish, you know? So it's a shame, but my goal is to try to make people aware of these things being out there so uh, they don't get to shoving us off or making us feel as if we have to end ourselves. Yeah, yeah, these things like to whisper suicidal things, unfortunately, to people um, or homicidal things and other horrific things or things that don't seem as how can I say, as forceful or awful, it might be a little whisper you pay attention to, like, open up the door, huh? And you listen. And then it tries to encourage other things, bigger things. And uh, with every time you pay attention, with every listening that you give it, or every bit of attention or energy, it grows, and it grows in its influence. And uh, it's nothing that you ever want to have. So, Show it the door, open it for them, and kick them out. How about that? Okay. All right, continuing. (laughs) I've experienced many supernatural phenomena throughout my life. But for me, these three experiences were linked. Like the snake, the devil, and the hat man. Sharing my experiences with friends and family through the years, I learned that what I was experiencing wasn't seen as normal acceptable, or believable. I've always found it difficult to really connect with others freely because no one ever shared or could relate to my same experiences. Trust me, I get it, I get it. Um, And I, I love that you're able to see the connection between these three entities. Uh, I always tell people, close your eyes. And is it feeling negative? Or if it feels positive, then, you know, put it in two baskets, okay? Good goes over here, bad goes over there. And it seems to me that these kind of hang in the same gang, if you will. Um, That, yeah, if they're over on that side of the fence, then I would say that they are not good guys. Uh, They do kind of work with each other, but has there ever been uh, solidarity in a gang of thieves, you know, or criminals? No, they have selfish needs and wants and things that they want to do themselves. So there, there's no harmony, but they do kind of try to work together in a way to break a person down, to question who they are and to uh, think differently, to vibe at a different wavelength, um, anything and everything that could break a person in the direction that isolates them, that makes them not feel as close to their parents. Like, hello, your dad wasn't coming in to check in on you anymore because what was he thinking? You know, like, this is my kid and he's imagining things. Don't want anything to do with it. I I don't know. You know, but it created a division and it breaks down people when those divisions form. It makes them a little bit less stronger. And then, you know, other things try to move in and to seem like the comforter, uh, the guardian, uh, the the thing that you turn to, the thing that uh, you're more familiar with. I have literally had people tell me how, oh, Hatman stood up for me against my abusive dad or Hatman let me go to sleep. He tucked me in. Can you imagine? 
can you imagine? And, and people, they were usually children when this would happen. So they, he would try to gain that confidence and uh, and kind of take ownership of them, take the, the, the place of a missing or absent parent. Ugh, disturbing. All right, we're going to get to our next break. There's more to come, you guys. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Today we are digging into a massive story in regards to Gregory's life and dealing with shadow people and hat man and the devil himself. You know, your typical paranormal life. I mean... Come on, when you've been in this field for a bit, I mean, I'm like, ah, oh, of course, you know, welcome, welcome to the club that nobody wants to belong to. And uh, that's, you know, serious and, and funny at the same time, because it is not easy. So, um, so I'm going to continue here with Gregory's email um, to finish this off and then address any th- questions if he has some here. All right, so it continues. It says, again, an aspect of my life that's separated from everyone else, secluded alone. I learned that for me to assimilate in the world, I had to keep these experiences to myself and not discuss openly with people. 
Yeah, that's another aspect. Um, today, more and more people are coming forward telling their stories of supernatural experiences or unexplainable phenomena. It has been a blessing to find and connect with those through social media who share my same experiences. A lifetime of knowing this other world existed and that these other beings were real, but never having validation or confirmation through shared experiences. To finally find others who have also lived between that veil of both worlds, who share many of my same experiences, to find that validation, to finally not feel alone in this quest for understanding, has been the greatest gift. I hope that by sharing part of my story, I can return that same gift to others. I have always been spiritual, raised in church, and believed in Jesus and his message. I don't believe in coincidences. Amen to that. I believe everything happens for a reason, even being led to this forum. Heidi, again, thank you so much for your courage, for pioneering the way, for being the voice for those of us that were never heard. You're a true blessing and much appreciated. Gregory. Wow. You know, oh, you know, it is, uh, it's, it's emails like that. Honestly, even to just get one, it, it totally makes this all worth it because Greg, I, I've been right where you're at. Of course. Um, when we go into these fields, it's because we were trying to find answers and we couldn't find it. And, uh, so we, we struggled and, and it's like, well, gosh, if I'm curious about this, others must be curious too. And and so suddenly we find ourselves writing the book we never thought we'd have to write. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it is, uh, it's a very lonely and isolating thing to be involved in to any great extent. I mean, any any sleepless night over something like this, it's it's not easy. It really isn't. I, I was fortunate enough that I had siblings who experienced things right alongside of me um, in our haunted house I grew up in. Um, and, you know, as horrifying as it was, it was comforting to know you saw that too? Okay. Okay. Yeah, me too. All right. So I wasn't having to go to an empty house and sit there alone as you did. Um, it has happened to me though. And something that you shared here where, um, I believe you might've heard me talk about here on the show. I thought my sister was home and she wasn't. Turns out I was alone and things had come to life in the house pretty much. And just to realize, oh my gosh, I was alone, really alone. Um, I've been in the situations where things like to get you isolated and then it, it raise their crazy flag at you, you know? Um, and, you know, it's, uh, in college, this is not a topic that you really start discussing with your friends either if you want to remain uh, within a group. Because as a lady, a lot of ladies do get more scared than guys, you know, on these topics. But I don't know, the field is kind of evening out there uh, now. And, and believe it or not, I learned that about 70% of those who listen to shows like this are women. So it's, I don't know who my friends are. My goodness. I, it was not easy, though, trying to uh, relate because I was like, oh, my goodness. I just fought for my life last night. And I got to sit here and talk about makeup. No, I really don't want to. I really want to tell you what's going on. So, but uh, so it's reassuring to hear that um, more ladies have stepped into this. But in college and throughout most of my life, I did have those around me who, you know, Heidi, try not to share that big old part of your life with us because we just can't handle it. And, and that's a shame. And uh, here I am, I'm writing books. I fly off to go and lecture someplace at times and or, or do a, a TV show. But I can't talk about these things uh, with a lot of people. So I am in that same boat, Gregory. And and yeah, it's a relief to chat with people still for me online or on the show, um, on the phone. You know, and people call me on social media all the time. And that's one of the reasons why I announced, uh, please find me on Clubhouse <laughs> and my group, <laughs> Shadow People and Hatman Encounters. I'm just putting that out there again because it's important. Um, because I get it. 
people want to talk and it's needed. It is so needed. It's a shame. People really can't turn to the person that's been at their side for most of their life or, or that they married into. A lot of people can't handle these conversations. So, you know, Greg, definitely, I should say Gregory, definitely. It's, uh, it, it's, it's very helpful that you took the step forward to allow me to share your story here on this program. And, you know, for a lot of people are like, well, you, you think something was there. You had a, a thought you were four years old. I mean, why would this bother you? Gregory? Oh my goodness. So many times people have told me, uh, I saw something when I was a toddler once and Hatman destroyed my life. Or, I mean, really seriously once, just once. And to have more than that happen to a person, it can really be uh, disabling. I mean, your whole idea of what this world is made up of, it just gets shaken up. And, and then you can't tell anybody. And then you got to go to work and pretend you're like everybody else. And then you got to go to the grocery store. And then you got to go home and cook. And then you got to make sure the kids are off to school. You know, it's, <laughs> and it's like, don't contemplate what happened to you where you fought for your life or you felt you were threatened or something from another veil was watching you. I am pretty darn certain that we balance between two different worlds here, if not more. I know that for myself, it has been challenging. It really has been. I, especially more recently, uh, starting up again for myself where I am just like... I know I go to another city, and it's not a city that I can recognize here to be on this plane of existence, but I go to another city, and it's not the Crystal City either. I've talked about that here on the show. Um, that's a more spiritual place. I'm talking about a real nuts and bolts city where it's really industrialized, and uh, there's a lot of people, and kind of reminds me of Chicago. I did live there for a long time, and but then it's not. It's a really strange um, type of place. and But it's very much like this place. So, uh, But people are just a little bit more cold there, believe it or not, if you could imagine. Um, so I get it. I do. I, I, I go to this, this other place, but then I also um, have this very, very unique, um, um, how can I say, I don't know if it's a talent, Um happenstance. It's just something that takes place where I find myself inside of people uh, or next to them trying to help them out with something. And oddly enough, uh, at times, these people have found me and they're like, oh my goodness, who are you? Uh, I dreamt about you. You saved my life or you helped me with this or that. And and I mean, this stuff started like a long time ago where I'd get these uh, emails uh, about that and sometimes letters back then. Um, and, you know, I just had a UFO website up that most people uh, didn't have back then as a website. And, you know, people would just be like, holy smokes, how, do, how the heck? And who the heck? Yeah, so, and then these people would send a photo sometime and yeah, they did look familiar. So, I don't know what that is. Not fully, not clearly, but I have now learned um, in the church, the Catholic church, they call it bilocation. Again, that's something that, uh, you know, you kind of hear of these things, but I just, I really didn't know. I really didn't know. So, uh, so what is going on in this world? Why are we having these types of experiences where we're able to see things that others don't or feel things that others don't? I have a good understanding about why that is for myself now, and it's a uh, it's something that I've hinted at before here on this show that I'm going to be exploring further sooner than later. Um, I'm writing several new books right now, um, and it's something I'm exploring that I just never thought I'd be here talking about. Um, and but it's something that was brought up on a few different shows um, by a, a journalist that. I know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so much to explore in this lifetime. I, I never, ever would have expected to be the situation that I am. But Gregory, I'm sure the same is for you. And again, this is really, really helpful that you took this step forward uh, to try to help people. And I mean, I applaud you when a lot of people really would not. And I think that, again, how do we get the answers? How do we find out is by joining together, by 
having these conversations, talking it out and uh, sharing. And again, um, you know, I, I welcome anybody to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com and send me your experiences. What is it that's going on out there? It doesn't always have to be the dark and uh, horrific things that people have going on. I cover a lot of topics. Um, Jesus encounters, angel encounters, all of that. I've got books on these topics as well. And I love when um, people can recognize we have combining and conflicting experiences, good and bad. So share those as well. And again, find me on Clubhouse. Uh, Go to my club on there, Shadow People and Hatman Encounters. And let's have these conversations. I want to hear what's going on in your world. And uh, as always, this has been very fascinating. Thank you again, Gregory, for sharing your story. And uh, for everybody that's listening, you have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.